watches Buffy, a podcast where I sue am watching Buffy and Angel for the first time while my sister Emily guides me through. Today we are going to be talking about a couple season 7 Buffy episodes. We are going to be talking about him and conversations with dead people. I'm Sue. I'm Em. And I'm B. Does he exist? Is there a word on that, by the way? Nothing solid. You do have a superiority complex, and you've got an inferiority complex about it. <laughs> Kudos. Yeah, we got the old B back. We got Yay. B with us. Yay! <laughs> a favorite of the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I am famous in, like, 30 people's households in podcast land. <laughs> That's right. Not a lot of people can say that. <laughs> I haven't seen numbers on how many people download this podcast in, like, a year. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was higher than 30, I guarantee that. Wow. I don't remember what it was, though. Fine. I don't know how many households you're famous in, though. All of them, <laughs> obviously. Oh, yep. <laughs> <clears throat> nice, but yep, B wanted to come on and talk about these two with us. So... Yeah, she hadn't even seen conversations with dead people before she saw it. She didn't. You didn't know it was a fairly big episode. Nope. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I got in trouble this last week. <laughs> yes. We'll get into that. We have to do you. Yeah. We have to do cat script first. But yep, Emily got some texts <laughs> from me. <laughs> in all caps. <laughs> First time I've been in trouble. <laughs> I just was not expecting it. I think I gave Matt an earful. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously left a big impression. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He might have been sleeping, but he got an earful. <laughs> or as he said, talking on the phone and you didn't know it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
All right, Cat's Crypt. She says, here are a few notes from my watch of six episodes of Buffy and six episodes of Angel. I mean, she's cruising. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was that was the we did that. I gave you in season four. I'm like Sue, you're just gonna watch these. <laughs> we did one Buffy podcast with six episodes and an Angel podcast with six. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. Many of them are just passing glance episodes where you can just be like, yep, <laughs> what well, that happened? <laughs> <laughs> I started these over two weeks ago and just finished the assignment two days ago, so I'll do my best to decipher my notes. Doomed. Another horrible college party. So this guy is making drinks in the kitchen and yells out something like, who's ready for naked limbo? I had to think for just a half a second to remember what limbo is. Then another second was spent putting the two words naked and limbo together. <laughs> that just sounds revolting. <laughs> I remember laughing at Spike wearing Xander's clothes and the way he tried to talk in American accent was hilarious. Even more so because he is American. Playing a Brit, playing an American. <laughs> and yes, it was a Lou Reed song playing in Wally's bar. It was from the album Ecstasy that came out in 2000. I was pretty much obsessed with that album back then, so I recognized it right away. I tried listening to it the other day, but the CD case was empty. Sad face. No idea what happened to it. <laughs> Do you remember that? You and Bob were like, well, I didn't hear Lou Reed. And Bob's like, I would have recognized Lou Reed. And mm -hmm. I'm like, huh. And I was all intimidated. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, I guess I was wrong. And then Wikipedia listed Lou Reed as... So I played it as our ending song, and you guys never said anything. <laughs> but that was my... I was right. <laughs> I thought I said it could be. I don't oh, think I, I don't was anti-Lou Reed. I know Bob was anti-Lou Reed. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. might have been. I don't know. That's right, you were. And he... He was like, no way. Yep. <laughs> There's no way there was Lou Reed on Buffy and I missed it. <laughs> well, I'd say in your face, Bob, but that sounds kind of... Yes, and respect for the deceased. <laughs> <laughs> we will just leave it at that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, anyway. A new man. Willow, don't ever wear that sweater again. Ever. <laughs> Oh, what sweater was it? No, no. <laughs> why, oh, why would you wear something with such unfortunately placed stars on it? <laughs> I have no idea what she's talking about. <laughs> and then she says, oh, this is the one with the great Spike and Giles scenes. Ha ha, Giles gets out of the car just to scare Maggie Walsh was great. She so deserved that. <laughs> That's the one where Giles turns into a demon. Turns into a demon. <laughs> I love that one. The IN team. I don't know why hair, Tara's hair was gray in my memory. She's just so very mousy. <laughs> <laughs> my notes in my memory are seriously dwindling here on these last couple episodes. This year's girl? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Faith as Buffy was fun to watch. Maybe she forgot that it was a two-parter. And mm. they just ran together. Both actresses did a pretty good job of playing each other in this body swap episode, especially Sarah Michelle Gellar. 
On to Angel. Parting gifts. Cordy's audition for that commercial was funny. And when she was trying to kiss her gift away and kiss Wesley before she even realized it was him. And when he was trying to explain that he's now a rogue demon hunter and she's like, what's a rogue demon? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, how I hope Wesley joins their team. He sure is sending out some not so subtle hints about wanting to stay. Or maybe it's just to stay for breakfast. (laughs) He really wanted to stay for breakfast. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. (laughs) I remember that. And his like little walk when they invited him. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Funny little walk. Oh, that's great. Um, Synambulist. I really liked how this one started out, leaving us wondering if the killer was Angel or just what was going on here. And also how Kate finds out who, what Angel is. I just hear about these and I think, oh, poor cat is stuck in this scene. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) It is starting to become clear to me that Angel is making reparations for his past. You helped me out there during Last Cat's Crypt, and this episode points to that too. And I get that, I do. He can't make up for the horrible things he did and and set in motion. But what he can do going forward is to try and make the world a better place. And this is what I need to understand to make sense of his decisions with regards to Buffy. And sometimes I just get carried away by the emotional appeal of these two kind of philosophies I facilitate between continually. One being, life is short, do what makes you happy. The other being... Something more utilitarian, Ralph. Oh, sorry, <laughs> Ralph Waldo Emerson-ish, where happiness is not the main objective of life, but it can be a nice little byproduct of a well-lived life, of a life well lived. Hmm. Yeah, you know, Buffy's. When you think about them, Buffy's point of view is life is short, do what makes you happy. And Angel's like, life is long. (laughs) That's true. That's true. So they're an interesting mix there. Uh, Life as a slayer is supposedly short. Right. Mm hmm. Anyway, just a little. Kat thinks about these way more than me. Yeah, she has deep thoughts. I like it. (laughs) I do too. (laughs) Me too. Expecting. Horrible. Angel says the dumbest stuff during his fights. (laughs) So corny and stupid. (laughs) She. This was a terrible episode. I did the same thing Sue did and just let my mind wander hither and yon by the end. (laughs) I just didn't care. And because you guys talked about it on your podcast, I had to watch the lost episode, Stranger in a Strange Land. (laughs) Terrible throwaway (laughs) episode that was. (laughs) It did almost nothing to move the plot even. And sure, I watched it out of context, but still, so bad. The only good things were the dancing, of course. Oh, she's back to Angel. Oh, yeah. That's the one where (laughs) Angel dances at the party. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Okay. And I am loving Wesley all of a sudden. I had no strong feelings for him and Buffy, but I really appreciate him in this show. He is hilarious. That thing he did with his body when he's talking about the Nancy's petticoats was so great. (laughs) I love that too. Are those the flowers? He's like talking to Cordelia and then he just goes, ooh, Nancy's petticoats. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yes. Little bouncy thing over (laughs) him. 
and starts talking about their rarity and right. I remember the that. noise Cordelia. Oh, I love him so much. <laughs> I have a podcast note about bats. I had no idea that you guys didn't share my love of bats. You talked about how the fruit bat it's at zoo at the Hogel Zoo is the worst. I was so surprised. The fruit bats are my favorite thing at Hogel Zoo. I find them so cute and fascinating. I spend by far more time there than any other animal exhibit. Now, don't get me wrong. If there was a bat flying around my head or something, I would absolutely freak out. In general, bats are one of my favorite animals. Anyway, I thought it was funny and something I never realized that we did not have in common. Gotta run. Have a fantastic show. Legata. <laughs> Sue's the bat hater. I think they're a little creepy. And the fruit bats are kind of gross. They're the so gross. <laughs> smaller ones are pretty cute. And they do fascinate me, though. I don't share. Sue does not like bats. Nope. <laughs> I was nope. just at the zoo with her. So was B. <laughs> yep, you guys you guys witnessed my fruit bat. I gotta get away from these right now. I hate their little Terminator 2 arms. <laughs> oh, I always liked bats. We had a little brown bat in our bathroom one time and it was so cute. And Stella Luna was like my favorite book growing up. So, I'm a bat lover, but... <laughs> I think they're pretty cool looking. All right, we have a we have another email from Cat. I think I forgot to talk about the last two Angel episodes. I've got you under my skin and Prodigal. Oh well, all I'll say is that I really did like how the demon refused to possess that boy because he was too evil. That was cool. Yes, I agree. That was so dark. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's where... That doesn't seem that long ago. Yeah, that's in the first... Towards the end of the first season. Second half of it, I guess. Is it? Okay. Okay, then we have one more from Kat. She says, I have a question for you guys. I hear Sue mention the show Veronica Mars quite often. I started watching it as my new bedtime laptop show. I'm only on the fourth episode, and I want to know why it's liked so much. It's okay, but Sue seems really enthusiastic about it. Do you guys remember which, what we've been watching episode you discussed it on? Or can you quickly address this? <clears throat> um, I will address one thing. What are you doing? Watching Veronica Mars as your bedtime laptop show instead of Buffy. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to join us for the end of season seven, which is looking very unlikely that's going to happen, you need to make Buffy your nighttime laptop show. Yeah, and I would say keep going with Veronica Mars. It, it gets better. But she might also be suffering from too many shows about quippy teenage high school girls. That's true. Maybe you know, one at a time. <laughs> maybe one at a time, Cat. Because Veronica Mars is a good show. So I can't say because I haven't watched it. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'd almost say Cat, put it away for now, finish up Buffy, and then do Veronica. Because I watched Veronica before Buffy. That's right. And I don't think I could have watched the two 
like simultaneously. I think it would have just been way too much. <laughs> so. Do you remember when we talked about it? I don't. I have no idea. Uh, it was pretty early on. Do you remember maybe like the season or month you watched it? Uh-uh. By chance. Um. I would say it was probably. Probably while we were doing, like, the season one recap stuff of Bates. Pretty early on in the podcast, I'd say. Mm. I think, yeah. Yeah, I would say it's been probably a year and a half or two years since I watched it. Well. So. I don't know, Kat. Sorry. Yep. I, I think you'll like it, Kat. But I would say put it away. Finish up Buffy and then watch Veronica Mars. Pick something else. It's your... One can only handle one quippy teenage blonde. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Well, cool. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kat. You weird bat person. I didn't know that about her. <laughs> Your own sister. <laughs> I know. I know. You would think we would know this. I really have no strong feelings about bats. I just don't like them. It's not like I sit there and think about them. I just don't. I just don't like them. <laughs> I like Batman. <laughs> but I also like Spider-Man and I hate spiders. So maybe that's my thing. Like... Make yourself into a superhero, and I like you. Is there a great white shark guy? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Harold's email? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Harold sent us an email, and he says... As far as filler episodes go, him is likable and not annoying, so I give it a pass. It has humor, and if you don't think about it too much, it goes by quickly and painlessly enough. (laughs) 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 Uh, But thinking about it for this feedback, it really seems like a warmed-over version of Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered. As we once again have a humorous episode based on our actresses going insanely gaga over a boy. I like this better in the original because BBB was about Xander and we got to see him deal with the consequence of having his own desire come true. As compared to here where RJ is a cipher and has no idea that anything unusual is going on. Yeah. Yeah, the magic of the jacket was a little hit and miss. (laughs) Just a little. (laughs) I'm trying to give it the benefit of the doubt that it's like it has to put off something to like catch a girl's eye or there has to be like some perfect like a perfect magical equation that makes it work but then it just started getting everybody so I don't know yeah it it lacks a little sense it does but I'm with Harold it's it gets a pass it's okay it, it was fine it's watchable. 
Um, he says another area where it pales in comparison to Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, which I still say is the funniest Buffy episode, <laughs> is that BBB got big laughs from how the spell kept spreading in more and more ridiculous variations, including axe-wielding Willow, Cougar Joyce, and finally Vampire Drusilla. I forgot that she even she <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> Here there are only two funny times when the spell spreads, Buffy and Willow. It's not the whole town, which realistically it should be, since RJ wears a jacket everywhere. Yeah, I agree. Yep. You have to shush your brain a little bit and say, perfect equation has to happen. Yep, exactly. <laughs> and somehow it happens on, like, all the girls, all the main girls. Maybe he has to no want something else. from them? I don't know. Yeah, but yeah what, he was. What did he want from Willow and Anya, though? They fell pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah, and it wasn't just them. There was one girl that Dawn got in a fight with in the alley that you could tell was under the spell. Right. Mm-hmm. And the girl, the cheerleader on the crutches, seemed to be as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of. It attracts a certain female pheromone. and since they all I got it since all the main girls live in the same house (laughs) there you go there you go (laughs) properly shushed and then the (laughs) squad and that's it right and Anya (laughs) because she doesn't live around she's she's there enough she had been there for a little while Uh, he says, one of my other problems with this episode is that we are in season seven and Don is still written as a much younger person. Someone who doesn't understand why Buffy could be attracted to Spike until she is hit with the power of the jacket. Then she's doing sexy dancing. <laughs> yeah, I have a problem with that little conversation with Buffy, too. It's like, you yep. were attracted to Spike. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I... It could be all revolved around the fact of what he tried to do to her. Which, you know, in real life, that really would kind of... Oh, I that's what I take, is that yeah. it, the turn happened when he tried to rape Buffy. Uh-huh. And that would be... That, that would be hard to forgive. I'd have a hard time. Well, if you take it as a real-life situation, which I don't right. really... But if you did, he wasn't an actual demon and you superimpose it into real people in a real life setting. Yeah. It right. would. And it should. Totally turn you off and be like, why in the world are you hanging around him still? <laughs> exactly. But yeah, this is not the same situation. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, his likes are Buffy with the rocket launcher. The way, <laughs> <laughs> the way that Buffy keeps telling Don that she has a true that she has a true love with RJ, but Don is just a victim of a love spell. <laughs> Again, Buffy is under a spell. She just totally doesn't think she's in it. I, I know that's <laughs> so funny. I love that. <laughs> Willow trying to turn RJ into a lesbian. (laughs) (laughs) 
um, dislikes. The Buffy slash RJ Mary Kay Letourneau thing. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Is that when they were in the classroom together? Yeah, Mary Kay Letourneau is that teacher that mm-hmm. like got pregnant by that, what was he, like 12? Like oh, in yeah. seventh grade or something. <laughs> And they're like married now. <laughs> married with three kids. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> true, lad. Um, the flashback to Bewitched, Bothered, and Bewildered, and Xander smile at the memory of it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I did too. Because <laughs> I totally see it as being a bad thing at the time, but years later, when you don't have a girlfriend anymore, and you'd look back at that. And kind of forget the bad and just remember the fact that all these girls were after Sarah was told to do that. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time. <laughs> um, Conversations with Dead People is probably the best episode of season seven, but it is hard for me to talk about it without spoilers. Was that Spike biting a woman? If so, how can he do it? Without the chip being activated. And doesn't he have a soul? If that wasn't Cassie, who was that talking to Willow? Is it connected to the apparitions of Joyce and Warren? Talk, Susan, because I can't say. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, tell us. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, Harold. (laughs) He says, what I can say is that the dawn sequence are pretty scary. That Cassie shouldn't have smiled so much when she was trying to convince Willow to kill herself. And that Holden was one of the best one-off vampires, and that this episode would appear to have set up a really epic big bad. Yes. I've got questions. (laughs) (laughs) I have questions for you. (laughs) I can't think of a better one-off vampire. I'm trying to think of any that even... Oh, he was great. Oh, he was fantastic. The only one that would compare is the one... Who only lasted for the pilot of was it season three when they went to college? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah she's a was great. major contender. Sunday. Oh, yeah. Sunday, yeah. You're right. But I yeah. think he even lasted longer than her and just had so much fun. Yeah. I wonder which one I like better. <laughs> it's a talk <toss-up. laughs> Okay. Thanks, Harold. Yeah, thanks, Harold. And yeah, I've got lots of questions about what is going on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> okay. We just got 20 minutes ago a uh, feedback from Valpath. She says, Hi, Emily, Sue, and possible B. Yay. Hi, Val. I'll just give feedback on conversations with dead people because I am no fan of him blah watching it once 13 years ago was enough for me (laughs) but I have to say I was impressed that Sue was right in her prediction that this was a one off episode and I can't believe she got it half right that it was going to be about Don and a boyfriend yeah boop I would have thought you would have predicted what Conversations with Dead People was about before you ever knew what him was particularly about. But at least you did stick with it being literal, so kudos for that. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of times your predictions were usually the opposite of what you thought. (laughs) But it was funny when you kidded about it being about a robot, because I think possibly that could have made for a better episode. (laughs) 
Conversations with Dead People is easily my favorite episode of Season 7. Now, that's the Season 7 episode I didn't mind seeing multiple times. Random thoughts. Oh, no, Spike is feeding again? Well, that can't be good. My least favorite part is the Holden Buffy stuff. Ooh, I disagree. Boo. Some of it was Wrong. kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong, Val. <laughs> We're just nah. you know. <laughs> no, you are entitled to your opinion, of course. Some of it was kind of fun, but I just thought it went on too long, and I wasn't all that interested in hearing him psychoanalyzing her. Yawn. <laughs> you, Matt's with you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I did like about Holden? The way he kind of crinkled his nose when he would turn back to human from a vamp. It looked cute, like a bunny wiggling his nose. Just me? Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I liked when Holden whacked her with the statue. Did you see that coming as soon as he picked it up? If I remember, I think it surprised me when I first watched. The best segments for me were the dawn parts at the Summer's House of Creepiness and High Winds, and also Willow with Cassie the First. Back to those parts in a minute, because let me get one thing out of the way first, and that is, watching this again yesterday, I totally forgot the damn trio comes back. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try to remember my initial reaction when I first saw this. I'm pretty sure it was, no! <laughs> Why, well, Sean? mine was, yes! <laughs> I'm sure it was Sue's also. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I thought I was rid of those guys last season. Couldn't they have just stayed in Mexico? Mexico. <laughs> I'm a Mexican now. <laughs> <laughs> I did have to chuckle at their their check of communications on their walkie-talkies as they were standing inches away from each other. Check, 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 check. I love that. Hey, that wait a minute, great. it's top quiz time. Question, what was Jonathan's locker number that he finally remembers? Oh my gosh. I was like, <laughs> not even going to read 13, 13, 5. Maybe. Wait, say it again. 37, 13, 5? 5, 13, Nope. <sighs> Answer will be at the bottom. <laughs> I'm not even gonna even ask Sue. <laughs> I'm looking at him. I, I don't know. <laughs> I just I don't pay attention to that kind of stuff. <laughs> I only did because this numbers. isn't lost. B's a number person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh well, now there's only two nerds left. Well, really one since Warren is dead, but he's still there. <laughs> <laughs> but poor Jonathan, he did not deserve that. Getting stabbed and dying by Andrew's hands, who was supposed to be his friend, shocked me. What was your first reaction, newbies? I was the... not happy about that. No. <laughs> if Warren gets to come back, then why doesn't Jonathan get to come back and, like... Kick Warren's ass. Yes! <laughs> How do you know he doesn't? Or at least annoy the crap out of him. And try to <laughs> make his plans go bad. <laughs> 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 you made a big mistake killing me now <laughs> no I was very sad to see Jonathan get stabbed like that I was yes. I like Jonathan in a very Whedon-esque fashion he had just had a, like a like a I don't know a moment that he had mm -hmm. realized how he wants to live yeah. and be good so of course he has to die. <laughs> because nobody can ever be happy ever. 
I love, love, love the Willow scenes at the library, especially when she thinks she's talking to Tara through Cassie. As you see, those are my worst parts. I don't hate it, but they're my least favorite of all the ones. But I like them all. Especially when she thinks she's talking to Tara through Cassie. As usual, I'm always amazed and impressed seeing how Allison gets her eyes to well up and the tears start flowing. She is an amazing crier. Yep. Mm -hmm. That was me. It's so damn natural and and believable. I like the callback to Once More is Feeling when Cassie talks about Tara singing on the bridge and also the callback to the body with the strong like an Amazon line. If Emily hasn't talked about it yet, I don't think I have. The Cassie part was originally written for Amber Benson because they thought she'd be coming back to play Tara as a first. What is that? That's a spoiler. Val. (laughs) Valerie. I'm kidding. I don't know if your name's Valerie. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find out soon enough, but. Okay. Um, but for reasons Emily will maybe discuss it didn't work out. So some rewriting has done was done and they use Cassie instead. I'll post a link at the Yes Mother group to the original shooting script so you can see what it was like with Tara in those scenes instead of Cassie. Hmm. The fandom was divided. Some wished Amber could have come back to play Tara and others thought it was better with Cassie because for one reason it would have been hard to watch Tara as evil, even though it really wasn't her. I guess I'll address that right now. So yeah, they originally wrote it as Tara coming back as the big bad. And she, well, there's two versions. The writers and everybody, the official from the show is that she just wasn't available. Amber Benson says that she chose not to because she didn't want people to remember Tara as evil. And my first reaction was, get over yourself. (laughs) And then I tried to really think about it and go, okay, I know that she was a big inspiration for a lot of girls coming out of the closet and feeling more comfortable with themselves, you know, having this really great relationship, mainstream, all that. Mm -hmm. And then, so I'm like, oh, should I... And then I just think, I go back to get over yourself. (laughs) Just do it. Yeah, it's a show. It's a show. That's not going to be how you're remembered. Just because you come back and play a part where it's not really you. Right. Does not, I don't know. I I would like to think she was just unavailable because I think that's just... Just have fun with it, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to me. <laughs> I, I with you. Get over yourself. Yeah, get over yourself. <laughs> well, this was shot, what, like 15 years ago? 14? 13? So, maybe it was a slightly bigger deal back then. But she didn't want to associate lesbianism with evil any more than... Yeah, maybe. But... But yeah, if you're coming back as a not-you character, it doesn't really matter. Right, which was done once before. Does anyone remember? I'm trying to think. The first doesn't help you? (laughs) (laughs) That's good if it doesn't. 
doesn't the first... quite spoil you. Like, the first evil? Was there something with the first evil? Yes. Is it the master? No. What was that? Alright, just let it percolate, I guess. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you find out in the next episode. It might be... And I, I looked, because I was curious, because I wanted to... I wanted to kind of needle you guys and see if I could get it out of you. Um, if you knew what was going on. Because as I told Sue once before, this is something we've seen. Mm-hmm. The big bad is something we've seen. The first the first Slayer? Da-da. Okay. <laughs> but there was something with the original evil. Right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> if only my memory was better. I know. <laughs> Alright, we'll go on. I just don't know where we're at. Okay. I've always been of the side of wanting to have Tara back, just for selfish reasons, because I felt it would have been so much more of an emotional punch for Willow to actually see her. Not that Allison didn't get emotional. She really did a great job. But it would have been so interesting to see a dark version of Tara as she taunted Willow at the end. Plus, it could have been a fun scene for Amber to play because we've only known Tara as sweet and kind. I agree. Mm-hmm. It would have been fun. That's why I said yeah. have fun. <laughs> it just seems like a lot of actors are like, ooh, I get to be evil. How fun. Because I was such a nice character. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Or get to be crazy. Yeah, crazy's fun too. Or yeah. evil, nice, and crazy. Like Spike. <laughs> <laughs> and man, James Marsters did a great crazy. Oh, yes. Loved it. Okay. But I will say, I thought it still worked well with Cassie instead of Tara. I just thought it would have been cooler with Tara there for the, mo- for the most emotional gut punch. I really like having Cassie. I think it's kind of an interesting... It was the perfect thing they could have done besides right. having Amber. I don't really mm-hmm. care. I think both are probably good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's... There was a factor to it being someone else and kind of talking through Tara that made it just a little more, maybe a little more interesting to me. I, yeah, I kind of liked that it was Cassie. I mean. But then you think about it being Tara and having that, having thinking Willow's actually talking to Tara face to face ghost and then to have her be evil would have been. Would have been cool. Really cool. Yep. Mm -hmm. So we get cool either way, just different cools. Yep. Okay, when Cassie told Willow she was going to kill everyone, what was your first thoughts? Did I already read that? Okay. Did you still think it was Tara talking through her? And when did you catch on it wasn't Tara? Um, I did. I thought that was still Tara. Um, I caught on when she was talking her into killing herself. Yeah, when Willow yeah. did, probably. <laughs> yep. Yep. How creepy was it when you see Cassie do that smile and then her mouth gets all wide and stretched out and she turns inside out or whatever that was. That was pretty awesome and freaky. <laughs> I liked it a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, so gross. <laughs> I remember the first time that really like I was already a little on edge because of the show and I just remember being like <laughs> <laughs> yes. She just ate herself. It just it 
that when the <laughs> smile first starts getting weird looking. Yes. Yeah. I remember just being like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's pretty cool. Okay. Oh, man. I'm guessing Sue thought the Dawn stuff was a little scary, right? Yes. When Dawn was on the phone <laughs> with her friend, she said she kept hearing thumping sound. I was thinking, Dawn, are you kidding? That was no thumping. That was banging. Yeah. Oh, that would have freaked yeah. me out. Oh, I'd be gone. <laughs> oh, heck yeah. Dawn, did you really have to go smashing everything with your axe like that? Man, I have these thoughts. I have a yes. really hard time watching her do this. Ugh. I hope the summer's home have some good insurance because that place was torn up after whatever evil got through it. I'm sure it will keep Xander busy for a while fixing it up. <laughs> That's what I thought, too. <laughs> for free. <laughs> He's going to walk in there and go, ooh, contracty goodness. <laughs> contracty goodness. <laughs> I thought that just when he, like, shot that arrow into the wall and pull it out and all that drywall came out. I was like, well, Xander can fix that. (laughs) I was just like, no amount of spackle is going to help that. What do you do? Yeah, that's pretty bad. You cut a big square out and replace it with another piece of drywall. Yeah. (laughs) Great you know. At least the blood on the walls magically reversed itself because someone was going to have to do some scrubbing and repainting to fix that up. (laughs) Speaking of Xander, this is the only ep he wasn't in for the entire series, and at the time, I know I didn't even realize it as I watched because everything else kept me interested. Yeah, he's been in every single episode so far. It's wow. very the refreshing. first one. <laughs> yeah, how did you like it? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice. I have to say, I did not notice he wasn't in it until it was pointed out to me. I noticed that he and Anya weren't in this one. I may have noticed the first watch, but... I was expecting there to be, like, Xander and um, Spike having a conversation, and that was that would be their conversation with the dead person. Um... Or Xander's conversation with a dead person, but... Wait, what would you... See, Xander didn't have anyone. I I watched the commentary and stuff. I did a little homework this time. Xander just didn't have a dead person that mm-hmm. he could have talked to. Like a dead person? But I heard... <laughs> <laughs> And he's staying at his place. <laughs> but I I did hear that he, uh, I think there was talk about Jesse, bringing Jesse back from episode one. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I do not remember that at all. And Anya was going to have Halfrek to talk to. But um. those... Did not work out. They didn't have enough time. Anyway, I've got a lot to talk about this one. There's some pretty cool facts about it. Um, I think I'll save it, though. Back to the Dawn segment. I thought the freakiest part was when we see Dead Joyce lying on the couch as the light quickly flashes off and on, and then that monster was on top of her, too. Yes. Yep. That's not my freakiest Joyce part. (laughs) Mine is when she had just she's sitting with the the couch to her back, and she hears her mom's voice, 
but it's just maybe a little later and she she drops the radio or something she like goes down to pick it up yeah the camera pans down and pans up and there's Joyce yes it does it goes out and then back in and she looks just the way she did when she died yep that's the one I was like Matt and then she looks over and you get the poltergeist chairs yes and then the mother's milk (laughs) oh my gosh is red today and then Joyce is gone and then the lights go out it's so scary Uh, (laughs) I was so scared (laughs) (laughs) oh but I think before they go out doesn't she like did I she kind of like she sensed Joyce was on the couch behind her until she starts looking back and she's gone yes Yes, and the camera is, like, on her face, and I was like, no, 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 no. And the couch was empty. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah, it was scary. But, yeah, when she comes back with the monster on top of her, that was scary, too. That was scary, too, yeah. Were you freaked when you first saw Joyce on the couch after Dawn bends down and picks Oh, here we go. And (laughs) picks up the radio, and you see her in the background? That was crazy. How did they do that? Was it some sort of editing trick? I don't think it was CGI'd in there. They talked about it. They did some... I guess they did something where you lay one film on top of each other is how I... Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't quite get what they said, but it was... It, he explained it for a second, but I think yeah. they took a shot with her and that, and then they laid them together. Yep. Uh, okay. They Sergeant Peppered it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so do you have any predictions or thoughts about what Joyce told Don? That when it's bad, Buffy won't choose you. She'll be against you. I know everyone was speculating about that at the time. I don't think anyone got it right, though. Ah, uh, I felt bad for Don after she cried and pleaded to Joyce, please don't go. Michelle T. did a pretty good job there. By the way, I love the song Blue that was played in the opening. I'm guessing Emily will add it to the podcast later. I just might. <laughs> Easy choice. <laughs> I give this 8 out of 10 inverted inside out evil smiles. I think any <laughs> of my future feedback sometime down the line may possibly be full of venom and snarking, so just giving you a heads up. Have a fun podcast, everyone. Val. PSB, did Emily ever give you a certain CD from me? No, I have not yet. <laughs> Oh, you have the soundtrack for me? Yes, she just sent... I got them last week. She sent a bunch of songs from Buffy, a CD of that, and then she sent uh, the soundtrack. Hooray! For once I'll for just then. jump on my helicopter and get down there and grab those. <laughs> going to labor. Get to I'm just going to labor really fast. And find I was like cleaning the house the other day and I was like I really want to watch Once More with Feeling but I don't want to <laughs> you know mess with trying to keep the Wiimote away from Lucy and have her turn off Netflix <laughs> <laughs> oh man life with a toddler ah. <laughs> sucks <laughs> especially oh. one who knows how to work a moat <laughs> <laughs> it's so nice when they grow out of that face (laughs) (laughs) I can't watch anything while she's awake because she I mean if I turn on her show and then I can like plug in my headphones and get it on my phone but yeah no I still have a hard time watching things when Scout's awake 
It doesn't change too much. I can watch things with Els. Els and I can watch lots. <laughs> Els my TV buddy. She, she does not complain. Snuggles. She does not have some motor skills to use a remote. <laughs> and she, she doesn't care talk. what you guys watch. Yeah, she can't get like infected by badness. Yeah. <laughs> not going to be spouting swear words <laughs> or asking me what these people are doing. <laughs> uh, the answer to the pop quiz was 36-19-27. Hey, I had close. <laughs> you got in the 30s and the teens, but then you said five. <laughs> yeah. You got closer than I would have gone. <laughs> All right. Thanks for the feedback, everybody. Yep. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Do we answer her question on what Joyce told Don? Or sure. Are we going to talk about that later? Um, I'm not. Sh I'm not positive it'll come up again. Maybe. Maybe. We might as well. Let's do it. Do you have any theories? <laughs> I just think whatever is talking through Cassie is all is also talking through Joyce. Hmm. Was Holden a part of that? Uh, no. Webs. I don't, I don't think so. Well, except that he was sired by Spike and Spike may be possessed by something that is making him feed off humans. Right. That's what I'm thinking, too, is that Spike's being affected. The Joyce thing, that wasn't Joyce. That was that was something just trying to put something in Dawn's head. But she had to fight. I mean, she had to fight through that demon to, you know, get to her. I think... I think that it was Joyce, and that was a real warning, but it doesn't mean quite what we think it does. Huh. What do you think it means? I don't know. I'm not <laughs> Joss Whedon. <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe that Buffy's going to be affected by it in the end, <clears throat> and that Dawn is going to have to step up and kick oh, some butt. Maybe. 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 I don't know. <laughs> I'm I'm going with that wasn't Joyce. That was that was whatever something manifesting manifestation of Joyce. Cause that's some pretty harsh stuff that she said, and I don't think Joyce would talk in riddles. Hmm. I don't know. Ghost Joyce might. <laughs> <laughs> she was annoying enough alive. Now she's talking in riddles. <laughs> you can't be super straightforward, or you lose your chance to come back from the afterlife. <laughs> How ghost things work. <laughs> I didn't know that rule. <laughs> Duh. 
through him. Let's talk about him for a few minutes. Let's <laughs> blow through this one. Um, well, first, <laughs> try and guess. <laughs> what is rank number two of the season? <laughs> and what is rank number 14? Yeah, let's see. <laughs> All right, that's just a given. Right. Is I'm going to be right for the very first time. <laughs> <laughs> and again, this one's right. on a platter. Yep. <laughs> hey, him is right number 99. Yeah. I. And what's. Sorry, I missed. I was yawning. What is um, conversations with dead people overall? Oh, I usually say that. Oh, we get to it, but it's it's number 17. There's no magic about that. Okay. Top 20. Hmm. I would have thought it would be top 10. Yeah. Interesting. Um, my first note is just, yay, Xander and Spike living together again. (laughs) (laughs) And then my second note is, is this Don's robot boyfriend? My next note is, lay off, Don. Talk to Buffy about this in ten years. (laughs) (laughs) My next one is, holy crap, on Anya's table is the fake Tiffany dragonfly lamp shade from Giles' house. (laughs) The same one I have. (laughs) It's funny. It's in the prop room. Yep. And then I have, oh, Dawn, this is painful. Her talking to the cheerleaders and RJ. Oh, that was so horrendous. So awkward and painful. I hated it. It it probably gave us a glimpse into how Carol feels. (laughs) (laughs) The embarrassment here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He hates that so much. Oh, I do too. That's the worst. But just what she talks about. The stupid teacher thing. I was just cringing. Oh yeah, it's bad. Uh, it's it's so bad. Well, I I actually the quarterback. He's like the steers the ship or whatever. It's just like shut up. And you don't know anything's going on until you're just like, oh my gosh, no wonder you have no friends. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you are the most annoying person. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why can't you just, like, walk away from that? I know. I know. Have some dignity. Yeah. Just walk away. My next note is Dawn is under a spell. I don't think he's a robot. (gasps) Did you figure it out when she pushed him down the stairs? (laughs) Just before then. Mm. Yep, because my next note is, whoa, she just pushed him down the stairs. (laughs) That was pretty dark. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if you don't catch on yet. <laughs> Just for a split second, I bet you'd be like, oh. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm sure right away you'd, okay, something's going on. But there might Is be it... just that second where you're <laughs> shocked. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Is this before or after the cheerleading audition? Before, I believe. No, the Is it after? Pushing him down the stairs is after because I think he kind of made fun of her. Oh, uh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That was 
dude, okay. For yeah. as well as she fought at the end of season six, she should be more coordinated than that. Yes. Yeah, in fact, I heard complaints about that online. That, Or maybe it's on Wiki. It's just like, she, and then once more with feeling, she was dancing. It's like, <laughs> this doesn't, this uh-uh. is, that was way not believable at all. <laughs> yeah, I expected her to, like, kill that audition. I was excited for it, but no. That was horrendous. Oh, she turned into an 11-year-old again. Yeah. She had absolutely no business being in there. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was horrible. Ugh. They could have at least had her done a semi-decent job. Yeah. And then she used RJ's name in the cheer. Just, yeah. Oh. Yeah, because anything would embarrass a teenager as bad as she was. Yes. yes. You know, they didn't have to go that... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just her doing the audition would have, you know, made him completely yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. I thought it was pretty funny when Xander realized it was Dawn dancing with him. <laughs> He's like, Daddy, no, Daddy, no. <laughs> <laughs> So RJ being interested in Dawn at this point just doesn't work in my mind at all. No. No. He's not under a spell. And he's got all these girls under spells that like him. Why would he go after Dawn? The the only thing I could come up with is that he knew that she really did push that guy so that he got to start as quarterback. But he doesn't seem shady. He doesn't even know his jacket is magical. Yeah. I don't know. This episode just... There's a lot of little holes like that. that... Yeah. They should be doing better at this point. But Yeah, that's what... <laughs> I tend to give it a pass and not really think about it too hard. Cause if it... you... Yeah, it's not a terrible episode, but for a season seven where, like I was saying... Last time, there's only like 17 left. Yeah. <laughs> and this is one of them? They're better than this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, there were some good parts. I liked Buffy's talk to Dawn. That was funny. Mm-hmm. And I loved all those summer, the summer place music coming up whenever yes. the girls like fell in love. <laughs> yes, but the oh. shining star to me is the when everyone's going after RJ yes. improving their love. That was amazing. Oh, yes. oh my gosh. That was a lot of fun. And the like 70s music <laughs> background mm-hmm. was amazing. Yeah. And Buffy little... with the flamethrower was. And Spike tackling her. Oh, Buffy and Spike <laughs> outside the window was the best. <laughs> that was hilarious. Oh. I, think the, I think the Anya thing was supposed to be super funny and it really fell for me. Yeah, yeah, it didn't. That she did, so she burglarized something, but we never know. I think that was supposed to be really funny that we don't know exactly what she did, but it was bad and it was enough to get on the news. But get on the news. It stuff. just wasn't played very well for some reason. No. It it missed its mark. Yeah. yeah. It was a little funny, but not. A little, but it, it could have. Anything. I don't know. It just. I could tell it was trying to be something it wasn't. <laughs> it could have been, though. <laughs> I laughed really hard when the brother answered the door. Uh, and, me too. 
<laughs> Xander who's like, try not to fight. <laughs> He's like, you'll have to control yourself. <laughs> and kind of like, you wonder if Xander was under his spell a little bit when he was wearing the jacket back in high school. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In his mind, he has to even tell Spike that don't be wild by, you know. Then he opens the door and he's all lumpy. He's the pizza delivery guy. Oh, man. Who lives at home? He's in the management program. (laughs) Not even a manager, but he's like hanging on to the fact that he could be on track someday. It's like, you guys want to hang out downstairs? Got <laughs> a rumpus room or something. Hey, though, did you notice? Joyce's Jeep and Buffy was driving it. Yes, I did yes. enjoy the callback of Buffy's bad driving. Yeah. Yep. She got her license. And there, you asked, you even asked where Joyce, was it like two episodes ago? It was not very long ago. You're like, where's Joyce's Jeep? <laughs> Drive that. <laughs> driving places cheap yep yep and I did like that she's just a bad driver because we haven't I mean they haven't even like referenced Buffy's bad driving in a couple seasons yeah cars (laughs) have just not been around at all (laughs) yep so the guy that plays RJ Thad Luckenball. Mm-hmm. Bill Luckenbill, I think. He's 10 years older than Michelle Dragenberg and two years older than Cher Michelle Geller. I thought he looked pretty young. Oh, wow. <laughs> he did. That's Holy really cow. surprising. I bought that he was about 17 or 18. Huh. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I have something in my notes written down that says deleted scene, so I must have thought it was good enough to mention, so I'm looking it up right now. I did like it when Anya called him her dearest darling. He is my dearest darling. Who said that? <laughs> Anya. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. Okay, yeah, this is a little interesting. The This was cut due to length. It's the Don and Buffy talking about Spike. Mm-hmm. So Don says, and I'm even trying to understand that a little, the rape part. He didn't. I mean, he tried. That was Buffy. Don. Not that. I just... You guys had sex a lot, right? It's not like you were strangers. Weren't you even being kind of rough with each other? Anya said some stuff. Buffy. I should have killed her when I had the chance. (laughs) (laughs) Then she says, Don, it was complicated, but I'd broken it off with him. I didn't want it anymore. I thought that was interesting to put that... Hmm. Maybe is kind of almost a public service announcement, but they cut it out. But I could see that as being like, this is the clarification here about, <clears throat> yes, we had rough sex when we were dating, but I right. changed. He knew I had, and I did not want it anymore, and I was saying no, you know. I thought, well, mm-hmm. that's interesting and a nice clarification for maybe some people that need to hear that. <laughs> right, right. Boys. Boys and girls. <laughs> Alright. It's all my notes. Yeah, I don't... Just one note I wrote down is, it's a magic jacket, really? 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, so conversations with dead people? Yeah, number 17. All right, I'll just <clears throat> spill some of my facts. So, I'm not sure why, but this had to be written in a weekend. I don't know where it all came about, but they were rushed. They didn't even have the script written, but they had it outlined when they were starting to set up for it. Oh, wow. Hmm. So what they did is it was written in a weekend by four Buffy writers. They each took one group of people. <laughs> uh, where is it set? That makes sense, because it really is three. They don't wind together at all. No. Mm -hmm. Okay, so in addition to the two credited writers, showrunners Joss Whedon and Marty Noxon also made significant contributions to the script of this episode. Each of the four plot strands were written by a different writer. Do you guys want to take any guesses? Joss's was Buffy and Holden. Yes. That's what I would have guessed, yep. And Noxon, Marty Noxon wrote the Willow Cassie scenes. Jane F. Spinson wrote the Dawn scenes. And Drew Goddard wrote the Greek trio scenes. The geek Greek. <laughs> the geek trio scenes. So they all just that weekend <laughs> wrote their scenes and then they meshed them together. Well, right. it, it comes together as a good episode. Well, yeah, they talked about it in the commentary. They're like, this is one of those disasters that just turned into... A jewel, you know? Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Sometimes that kind of stress, and it's just a, like a happy accident almost. Mm -hmm. That you're under pressure, so you do something different, and it turns it really out works. great. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah, I really, I would put this one in one of my top favorite yeah. Buffy episodes that I've seen so far. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Scared the crap out of me. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good thing. I was not expecting that at all. I remember Emily saying I would like it. <laughs> yes. And I remember my prediction was that it was Spike coming to terms with what he had done to people in the past. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I was set with that. All right, this is going to be a Spike episode. He's going to be <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you were, but that's all right because it's good enough. It's yep. better this way, perhaps. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. So, fun fact: Fab, Fab Filippo. That's the guy that plays Scott Hope. I had no idea that was his name. Um, he was playing the role of a gay man in Showtime's Queer as Folk at the time of this. This episode oh, came out, okay. so they think that that line was likely a nod to that, just for fun. Gotcha. What? Do you remember when uh, Holden Webster talks about Scott Hope, that he said Buffy was gay, and she's like, I dated that ringworm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, turns out he was gay. So we just get a fun little callback to Scott Hope that he's gay. Anyway, he was playing the role of a gay man in Queer as Folk. Um, don't know if you noticed, but not one of the major characters interacts with each other. I noticed that. Just an mm -hmm. interesting choice. It was like all these different little vignettes. Yeah. 
Um, the song Blue was written for this show by Angie Hart and Joss Whedon. Oh, wow. Oh. That's the song that plays at the beginning and the end. At yeah. the beginning. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, oh, and <laughs> I learned this in the commentary. So Jane Espenson loves anchovies. <laughs> And some prominent pizza chain, she didn't say which, um, had just dropped them off the menu. And so she was said she was writing, trying to get any teenagers she writes for to talk about anchovies and make a big deal out of them and how much they love them. So, <laughs> so the younger people would think anchovies were cool and they'd come back. <laughs> oh oh, I just thought that was hilarious. That is so funny. I mistakenly ordered anchovies on my Supreme Pizza a few months ago, and they're terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if you can make them work on a pizza. I mean, I'm I'm a fish person. I love fish. They do not work on a combo pizza. (laughs) No, I've never. I've never had them on a pizza. I've used anchovies and anchovy paste in cooking before. Sure, and like Caesar salad. That's all fine. And- right, right. But no, I've never just had anchovies on a pizza. It wasn't good at all. Yeah, no it's way. It's making my pregnant self very <laughs> uncomfortable. Sorry, Oreos and butter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> Oh, so Eggnog on your cereal. Oh, <laughs> so fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, each of the episode's five storylines puts emphasis on a different aspect of the show. Buffy's conversations with Holden utilize the show's often off-colored humor. Off-color. Don trying to communicate with Joyce emphasizes the frightening supernatural horror elements of the show. Willow's conversation with Cassie consists entirely of well-crafted dialogue and drama. Andrew and Jonathan's storyline focuses on the suspenseful nature of the show, and Spike is shown entirely in brief, sporadic shots without dialogue. Um, And the Amber Benson stuff. Yeah, it says that she turned it down on grounds that she thought having Tara as a villain would ruin her character. I just can't believe you would think that, that people would think of that. Yeah. Like, you know? Yeah, you have one like episode. One episode, exactly. And you have this whole, you know, legacy. Exactly. <laughs> people re- will remember the legacy, not that last thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, with this episode, Christine Sutherland becomes the only actress to appear as a guest star in all seven seasons. Hmm. Yeah, I guess. So Callie Rocha as Halfrek was just unavailable, but she was going to converse with Anya. This is where I read it. And Jesse McNally was going to converse with Sander. They didn't have time. They had to cut out nine minutes of the script or something like that. Yeah, I was going to say, that would have just been too much. Yeah, I like how it ended up. I don't think those were important enough. Although it would be interesting to see Anya interact with Halfrick. It would. But it doesn't sound like they're interacting with them much anyway. Uh, Something I can tell you later. 
Oh, and did you notice the date? This I think it's with, besides Once More with Feeling. This is the only episode that like shows the title at the beginning, and then it showed the date, and then it showed the time, and that was exactly when it was uh, airing that night, November twelfth, two thousand and two, 8:01 p.m. Oh, I did not notice that. Me neither. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Alright, then just pop culture references and goofs. I don't care about those. Alright, so I'll tell you. So, Jonathan Woodward. Sue was trying to. She's like, I know this was a conversation we just had together. <laughs> I think it was texting or something. Uh-huh. He said, You knew you recognized him. He's the one that plays Holden Webster. So, he's appeared. In two of Joss Whedon's other series, he's one of those. He plays a guy named Tracy in the Firefly episode, The Message, which was number 14. Is that the last one? I don't remember them being much more than 14. Are there 18? Is there? Okay. Oh, The Message is the one where that guy dies and they take him back to his planet? I think he is the one that dies. Okay. Um... So he comes, he, you can look for him on Angel sometime, and I won't tell you how or at what capacity, <laughs> but he will appear in Angel. Okay. Doing the dance of joy. <laughs> <laughs> He's a pretty interesting character, good character in Angel. He just, he looks, what did I say to you? He looks like he could be the brother of the... The son-in-law on Father of the Bride, the Steve Martin one. Yes, <laughs> I did not see him in that in the IMDb. <laughs> so he was not, but he could be. <laughs> no, he looks like he could be that actor's brother. Like those two actors could be. Oh, brothers. yeah. Seriously, they look very similar. All right, that's all I got. Fun fact wise. Cool. Well, do we start out right away with Andrew and Jonathan? Yeah, because my first note is, holy crap, I was just thinking about Jonathan and what's his name. Hmm. Like, <laughs> like the day before I watched these, I was like, you know, the last time we saw them, they were going to Mexico. I bet you we see them again. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember Andrew's name, so I just put him as Jonathan and what's his name. <laughs> <laughs> And then I have, oh crap, who is watching Dawn? Because they like did a shot from outside, Ooh, yeah. looking at her in the kitchen. Yeah. And I was like, oh. just the hackles. <laughs> I didn't like that. Oh, I love it, that the note said anything but pizza. Yeah, she <laughs> wants her to go to the store and get something. <laughs> like, no pizza. <laughs> Next thing you see her with pizza. I've got, oh, cool, Cassie. I guess she can be on the show as a ghost. I'd be down with that. Totally. (laughs) You wanted to see her again. I did. I liked her. And then wasn't that same Mexican music playing during something bad happening? It's the exact same. Yes. And Wikipedia chooses you to try and guess that that means that Don is totally into mariachi music. (laughs) And that's why when Buffy turned the radio on doing the dishes in, I think it, 
that Queller Demon episode. Yeah, I was going to say, I picture her doing the dishes and listening to that and going, why is she listening to this? Yeah, we had a huge conversation about it. It didn't fit at all. (laughs) So what was was going on? I, I just couldn't remember what happened. Wikipedia wants you to make the leap that it... This means that Don's really into mariachi music, and so that's why it was on the radio when Buffy turned it on to disguise her crying, doing the dishes in that other episode along in season five. I just think it's stock music. And... <laughs> yeah. Why was Buffy crying? I can't remember the... Because Joyce was crazy. It was Crazy Joyce. Oh, it was so. Crazy Joyce. That's right. Okay. And she had a lot on her plate. <laughs> That's right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and if I read out loud my next note, you'd have to, like, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote some words down. <laughs> just paraphrase it for us I think they're aimed at me (laughs) (laughs) no I I have the real words but in a sense I wrote down holy crap F me Joyce Yeah, that's about my reaction too. (laughs) And then I have poltergeist chairs. (laughs) And then I have mother's milk is red today. Em, you didn't warn me this was going to be scary. (laughs) Dead choice on the couch is not cool. (laughs) Oh. Yeah, like the rest of it is so fun and. You know, just Buffy-ish and not not like this. All the... (laughs) Startle awake and just hit the wall. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Where was I? Oh, they were putting all the elements of the show into one. (laughs) Yep. They did, yeah. I watching this episode was like a roller coaster because, like, the dawn parts, I was just tense and like, yeah. like seriously, kind of frightened. Those that they did a good job on the scares. Mm-hmm. And then the Jonathan and Andrew stuff was funny, and then the Buffy stuff was funny. You know, the Cassie and Willow stuff was. I I liked the Cassie and Willow stuff actually. I liked it too, but it is, mm-hmm. if I had to rate them all, it's my least favorite. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If I had to rate them. That's um, all I was saying. I think that's an excellent episode. There's nothing bad in it. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, man, every time it was. Dawn and you're just like. Yeah. In the corner of the living room. Like, Ex- stop. Stop. Exactly. I would like tense up because it's like. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I loved Jonathan and Andrew checking their radios. That was hilarious. So funny. Yeah. <laughs> and then stupid Warren. Ugh, it's the worst. I'm so sad. I just, why am I seeing his face still? Was it Warren, though? 
Oh. Was it evil? Could he be linked? Probably. I, guess, I didn't even think that. Yeah, because he used Jonathan to get to that all-powerful oh, whatever yeah. thing. Into that's true. That's true. He sure did. Cool. So. Ugh. Huh. Yeah, please I... let us not have to see Warren anymore, but that sucks that they killed Jonathan. I did like it when Andrew says, one time you died, now you became a Mexican. <laughs> I ended up a Mexican. Oh, man. I... Something so funny about that. <laughs> what was his line, Jonathan's line about, I can't go back to the big house, that place changes you. I was like, Matt was like, what? And I was like, they were in jail for like five minutes. He was like in a holding cell. <laughs> yeah. I know, he was in jail. <laughs> they spent maybe two hours inside the actual jail. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like a little Sunnydale holding cell. <laughs> like, he's like, the guy so there is it for parking tickets. tickets. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was like all worried that they like people with small hands <laughs> like their girlfriends <laughs> oh. oh I like Jonathan yeah yeah. going back to the beginning didn't Andrew like refuse to learn the language I thought that was super stupid like he refused to learn Spanish you'll get more oh, of that and yeah, you. We'll see Andrew again, <laughs> and there'll be more. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Yay. I I like Andrew. I, oh, Warren's the one I just don't like at all. Yeah, I like Andrew too. Yeah, Andrew's His... got had some shady, or he's had a few, you know. Yeah. Bad choices, but. Mm-hmm. I love him. He's. I I do like when Andrew's like that boy is our last hope, and Warren goes, "No, there is another." <laughs> like, oh, is it? such nerds. Is that a thing? Is that like Star Wars or something? Yes, it's Obi Wan and Yoda. Oh, is it like the original? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's in a Vampire Strikes Back. No. Return of the Jedi. <laughs> and Obi-Wan's talking about Luke, and Yoda says, no, there is another. He's talking about Leia. <laughs> uh-huh. So, because in the commentary, um, Danny Strong and Tom Link were doing it with the writers, and they said that if you listen closely, you can hear the music kind of weaves in just a real subtle Star Wars sounding music <laughs> at that <laughs> I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny. I liked the translation of From Beneath You It Devours. <laughs> from the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> There's something so funny about the fact that they're getting those dreams and nightmares, but it's in Spanish. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's like they're connected to whatever's going on with the Sunnydale people. <laughs> but theirs is coming through in Spanish. That's so awesome. <laughs> yeah. And they don't translate it quite correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's such a great joke. Man, brilliant writers sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I really liked the Buffy getting psychoanalyzed by the vampire. Mm-hmm. I just adore those scenes. I think they're so good. Yeah. I love his, like, well, I'm evil now. Just, like, <laughs> I'm your yes. nemesis, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's a perfect example of just why I love these vampires sometimes is they've got just they're not just mindless drones. Some of them seem to be. But then right. there's just a special person and you know like Spike's one of them that gets turned into a vampire and they keep most of their humanity. But I Holden is such a great example of that. He's got a lot of his humanity but just like this evil just like creeps in his brain and comes out of him it's so funny and he really likes it yeah um but I thought I really liked the Buffy it was nice to hear what's going on in her head and this was a good way to show that Mm -hmm. it was and it was fun that it was someone she kind of knew but Kind of right. those people you see at a reunion, and you're like, I don't remember you at all, but I kind of feel connected to you. <laughs> right, <laughs> you, right. You're part of home, and I know we did share some moments. I don't remember them. I still don't. I'm still not convinced she knew who he was by the yeah, end. That she remembered him from high school. I don't think so either. But she really enjoyed talking to him, and oh. <laughs> I just love it where he's like. Just one of his first moments. Majoring in psych, really liking that. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <laughs> and we never do find out like how he died, right? Spike. That it was Spike. Oh, that's right. I was thinking he died first and then Spike. But yeah, that's right. Oh, I think Spike just <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Weird. I think my... Anyone have a favorite Holden moment? Um, I did like it when he's a something about God and he goes, well, I defy everything he stands for. So. <laughs> well, not my God, because I defy him and all of his works. Yes. Wait, like does that. he exist, by the way? <laughs> Is there any word of that? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> I did like that. I just liked him just constantly bringing up, like, so we're going to fight to the death. You know, so there's that. That was great. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that was great. I, my favorite is when he starts stretching before they're like, <laughs> <laughs> he gets up and does a couple stretches. That's my very favorite Holden moment. That was good. <laughs> I loved just at the beginning they're fighting and then he's like Buffy? Buffy <laughs> yeah. And then when his face, he's all vampire face and then he goes normal and he goes, whoa! Did my face just change? 
<laughs> That's in my top five favorite Holden moments. <laughs> oh, man. Whoa, did my freeze change? It's just such a fun little, um, I don't know, maybe a perspective we've never seen before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a brand new vampire. Just That's like kind of awakening and not quite sure what's going on, but he's got his own... In, it's like they're born with, reborn with like this innate sense of what's going on, kind of. Mm-hmm. But there's still questions, <laughs> <laughs> and they're like filled with such dark thoughts and physical right. prowess, and they can feel it. You know, and they well, a few of them over. have said they feel connected. You know, they just feel mm-hmm. connected to this underlying evil and. Well, they were having a pretty good talk when he just suddenly grabs that statue and hits her and then goes to bite her. And he's like, it just, I was overwhelmed with an urge That's to bite fine. you. Like, <laughs> you know? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I loved that he kept bragging about how he was in Taekwondo. <laughs> I know. Like, he just. Out- and every once in a while you'd see him do like little karate moves. <laughs> yep. I do have a quote from him where he says, uh, reality just sometimes shows up like that. I I like that, how he said that. Yeah, he says some great things. To, I, he's very interested. Mm-hmm. It's like he can't turn off the psych, you know, the psych 101. <laughs> <laughs> and he's very interested in really just chatting with her, mm-hmm. which was very fun. It was fun and it was it was helpful because yeah she revealed hard, some things. It's been hard to read Buffy this last couple seasons, you know. Mm-hmm. Like what is going on in her head, you know? Ever since she came back to life, really, it's been kind of hard to absolutely just what's going on in that head of hers, you know? And I think she revealed a lot in this episode about feeling superior and alone, you know, and. I don't know. I liked it. She has a superiority complex, but an inferior. <laughs> but is inferior feels inferior about it, or something. She has an inferiority complex about the superiority complex, yes. and then he's like, "Kudos." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I. I liked it. I really, I really enjoyed the Buffy and Holden stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, yeah. Well written, Joss. Yeah. Thanks, Joss. <laughs> For that little gift. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and oh man, that actor, he just was perfect. Yes. Yeah. He, he just did great. such a great job. I can't imagine anyone, you know, not that I'm like this big fan of this actor, but. Mm-hmm. I am because of this scene, you know. I just <laughs> oh, he nailed it. Yeah. Anyone else doing a better job? Yep, he nailed it for mm-hmm. sure. Um, I have oh my hell! I do not need to see Joyce on the couch again. What is that with her? <laughs> <laughs> and then I, I have crap. I just remembered I have to put Cam's clothes in the dryer in the basement. Damn you, Emily! <laughs> Yeah, I put all of his jeans in the washer and was like, can you put him in the dryer? I'm going to bed. And I was like, I'll watch these buffies and then put him in the dryer. (laughs) (laughs) I get cursed. (laughs) 
<laughs> I know. In my basement's dark and creepy. You. Um. Uh, clearly, Facebook wasn't around. Jonathan talking about high school, how he wants to like connect with everyone. He misses them. <laughs> I want to know what they're doing. <laughs> You're like, it's not that great in reality. It's not... <laughs> exactly. Actually, it's pretty awkward. It's like, careful what you wish for. <laughs> oh. oh, man. I just got added to a group for my 10-year high school reunion, and I was like, I've been having, like, PTSD going through and looking at all the people in it. <laughs> the worst. Oh, man. There's, like, four people that I'm excited to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> Good times. That's usually how it is. There's, like, you narrow it down to about, eh, there's about three people I care about. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I do want to know when Don learned how to do spells like that. There was, I will tell you a little about that, um, maybe in a couple episodes. Oh, okay. There was a, there was a deleted, there's been deleted parts that Willow's been teaching Don a little witchcraft. She's always um, been a little interested in it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, seemed like a pretty heavy spell for her. It did, but I feel like Dawn has always been interested in witchcraft, and she, I think, well enough that it was okay that maybe she knows at least the basics. She's been doing a lot of research for the group lately. Yeah, true. And, well, anyway, there has been some deleted stuff that uh, Willow's been actively teaching her a little magic. So that's kind of maybe a thing in the writers' minds. Well, she did resurrect Joyce from the dead, so she knows a little bit. Yeah, and uh, oh yeah, that's right. That's part of what I want to tell you, but I don't want to quite. Yeah, you're not quite ready. I remember thinking when that you heard the first bang. Well, you, first you hear because she's listening to that Mexican music, and you hear. Joyce's voice. Oh. Yeah, that was gross. Oh, that was horrendous. And then you hear a big bang, and Dawn goes to the door, and I was like, if Joyce is behind that door, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, though, it is really disturbing. I remember my first time, and every time it gives me the chills, but when she does the one for yes, twice for no, and she uh, asks if it's Joyce, and she gets the one, and then uh, the are you okay and are you alone gets the two. I Just talking uh, about it right now, I've got chills. Yeah, I'm, I'm freaked yeah. out. I know, I'm like, I'm alone in the garage. <laughs> <laughs> That's I have all the doors closed, though. <laughs> it's horrendous to think of Don just hearing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, that is just... To hear from your loved one and that they're not okay. Yeah. Oh, my God. If that happened to me, I would check myself into, like, a mental hospital. I really would. Or, like, like, that's it. Sue's out. (laughs) (laughs) Too much universe. (laughs) I just don't want to be conscious anymore. (laughs) I 
gonna go seriously catatonic. Oh, Don gets you. some major bravery props. That girl. Oh heck yeah! Fought that head on. Oh my she god! She did. It I was know. Amazing. Well, especially when it goes like, get out, you know, and she runs to the door and then she's like, nope. <laughs> I gotta say, the first time I pulled the TV cord and it was still on, I would have been at Janice's. I'd be like, oh, <laughs> nope. <done. Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gotten uh, a big nope and I would be gone. <laughs> that is so freaky to think about. Janice is not that far away, if I remember correctly. But yeah, she stays. She... She fights it. She She's like determined to stay and cast that thing out and talk to her mom. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I would be just terrified. Yeah. And I'm like, I could be Dawn's mother and I <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm old enough to be her mom. <laughs> I'd be terrified. <laughs> So, yeah, I just, it, my last notes are, is, okay, is Cassie telling Willow to kill herself? What's going on? What's the Bibba Spike doing? Buffy will be against Dawn? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, something bad is controlling them all. <laughs> <laughs> and then I have, whoa, Cassie, ha <laughs> She, like, ate herself or whatever you want to call it. I love that moment when she disappears and the music starts again. That was just pretty good. Uh-huh. And then I have, wow, Jonathan is dead. Huh. And then I have, I can't believe I can't watch the next one. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, and I love the, uh, that you don't see Holden get staked. You just kind of see the dust yeah. of her face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of glad we didn't see him get staked. <laughs> I don't think we needed to. We didn't need to go through that and to see no. him lose and do his right. own, you know, taekwondo and... <laughs> have it not be because you you know it <laughs> yep she beat him very easily yeah she's like no I'm the slayer <laughs> I love that where he's just so cocky about it and she's just like I can't I can't let you leave this graveyard and you know she won't she'll yeah. yep. <laughs> and I love the fact that she knows she'll win and it's just kind of kind of sad to her because <laughs> mm-hmm. he's making all these big plans Yep, that was a good one. Yeah. That's one that goes, like, on the rewatch list, like. Yeah, especially after we know what's all going on. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> when, it, when it's all over and you're like, oh, I'll throw a couple Buffies on. This is what I would put. This will be on, on the, the very list. short list. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, like, significant plot points in every relationship I mean mm-hmm. wow this is where they ramp up yeah Buffy finds out Spike is siring people vampires mm. well that's all very confusing what do you guys think of that <sighs> I remember just being like no I think I just I, totally I, nope <laughs> I, that's kind of I shushed it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean I know it happened <laughs> But I just, he's got to be, something else is controlling him. Or is there a bigger purpose? Like he's trying to make 
stronger fighters that can help him, or... Like, make a vampire army? Yeah, but, like, a vampire army for good? Like, Are these people in trouble? He knows how to get souls back now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's all good. All you, you gotta, gotta fight the you... fire guy, you gotta get some bugs on your body. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta fight the bugs, and then you get your soul back. <laughs> Watch out for those bugs. <laughs> <laughs> the hardest part of the bugs. <laughs> I don't know. I honestly, I, I'm just done making predictions because the <laughs> show is impossible. <laughs> I mean, like maybe that wasn't even Spike. Does Spike have a twin? Yeah, me, twi maybe you know? it's like. Like something is pretending to be Spike. Like something pretended to be Cassie. Exactly. Yes, something. Yes. It's not Spike. Spike is at Xander's watching TV. <laughs> oh, some shushing going on in your brain. <laughs> Spike's twin, Ike, <laughs> showed up. <laughs> It's just like Dawn showed up. Like, all of a exactly. sudden, Buffy has a sister. That's right. <sighs> That's right. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to... I just It's just too hard to... They always do, though. They always explain it, and it's always like, all right. That's a good explanation. <laughs> Why Five minutes ago, I could have sworn there was no way. That... <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I'm making a stand. No ways. So Spike's evil forever. Okay, move on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, because this is going to really piss off Buffy. So then he's got some explaining to do to her and to us. Uh, and there's how many left now? <laughs> Was it 17 last? So 14? Wait. 15. We only watched 15. two. We watched yeah. two. Yep. So 15 left. That's not very many. It's a season, and a, to... it's a season and a half of Bates. <laughs> true, true. And they do a lot, yeah. But no more episodes like him. They can't. No more fluff. <laughs> well, this was not fluff. <laughs> when we were going to bed, he's like, "So what happened?" And I'm like, "Everything." <laughs> <laughs> Too much. <laughs> I'm going to bed. It all happened. <laughs> it was scary. It was funny. It moved every single plot point forward. It's just, yep. Oh my gosh. So they know because they, yeah. Willow knows something bad. I mean, they've all known that something bad's coming, but yeah. now they've all like. Yeah, from well, beneath you, it devours has been going on a long time. And <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a theory that Willow has got to be pretty significant and powerful if that thing chose to appear to her and try to get her to kill herself. 
and tell her she can never do magic again. I yeah. I thought that too. I thought that too. And that yeah, try to manipulate her using Tara. She must be pretty scared of Willow. Yep. Yep. When I figured out what was going on, I was like, oh, he wants. He doesn't want her in the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is cool, because I want to see Willow go out doing good. Yeah, I really, like, when it was saying that she can never do magic again, I was like, well, that sucks. Like, really, like, we're just going to tame Willow to the point of, you know. Giles says that'd be just as dangerous. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and how can Giles be that wrong about it? Like she said. Yep. Interesting. Hmm. What do we watch next? Let me look it up. Episodes 8 through 22. <laughs> the first one is called Sleeper. I remember that. I'm almost there. But it's not going to be a sleeper. Sleeper. Let's see. Xander gets cryogenically frozen and unfrozen 200 years later. <laughs> <laughs> The next is called Never Leave Me. And then Bring on the Night. Three episodes. Hmm. Never Leave Me is Buffy and Willow, Buffy and Spike, Xander and Anya. Like, multiple people saying, don't ever leave me. And it's all making the relationships hunky-dory and happy. <laughs> and then bring on the night. <laughs> it's a two-parter. Face it together. <laughs> They're all happy and dancing at the bronze. Bring on the night. Uh, yeah, and never Spike leave and me. Willow, or Spike and Buffy have cute babies together. <laughs> Just in one episode, we go full circle to uh, from something blue. <laughs> yep. Planning their wedding again. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Never leave me. Sounds like something Spike would say. I'm going Spike. Like I think. That, I don't think that was him. I think that was something pretending to be him. <laughs> <laughs> and Buffy finds him, like, in the basement again. <laughs> <laughs> something needs to explain the fact that he was able to bite without pain. Yes. Yes, exactly. Like an evil twin. Hmm. Well, and to go from what he was in the episode before to biting people, I don't think so. 
Maybe Xander has driven him like <laughs> past the point. <laughs> Xander's gotten him Kennedy. after him about the leaving the towels on the floor too many times. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like I would rather have this crazy migraine than listen to Xander talk for one more minute. I would totally believe that of Spike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's pretty much said as much in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Bring on the night. That sounds like a sounds like a challenge, like a like a fight's gonna go down. Like I'm yeah. ready for you. Bring it. Yeah, bring it on. <laughs> <laughs> and it has to happen at night. Maybe because a vampire involved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is fun speculating. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know. I remember sleeper very well. <laughs> and I think I might know what it has to do with bring on the night, I think. But, goodness. I have no idea what Never Leave Me is. So sleeper's not Xander getting cryogenically frozen and... I didn't say that. And frozen 200 years later. <laughs> Sounds one-off to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I can look at every other episode and know what goes on, but for some reason this one, these couple except for Sleeper, I'm like, what? <laughs> so the titles don't mean a lot to me, so how could you guys figure them out? <laughs> it's fun to hear you try, though. <laughs> yeah, I just went. Woody Allen on the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Xander owns a health food store. And <laughs> I've seen this. There's a Woody Allen movie called Sleeper. Oh. <laughs> Woody Allen plays a guy who owns a health food store that gets cryogenically frozen and. 200 years later. Okay, I was like, that's the most random. (laughs) (laughs) Sue's really got this. I was really going off the deep end. There's no way it's that. I could watch these tonight, but I can't. I, know. I can this weekend. Maybe tomorrow. I'm gonna sneak one in. I'm gonna at least read the synopsis. Because <laughs> <laughs> now, let us know if we need to yell at you again. Yeah, do we need to yell at you again? Do, do I need to watch these in the daytime? <laughs> oh man. Or... Do I need to change out the laundry before? (laughs) So so I don't have to go down into my creepy basement that the light switches are on the other side of the room. (laughs) Oh, no. All my lights in my basement are like light bulbs with pull strings, and they're in the middle of the room, so you have to like walk through the dark. Uh. Once you get the one, 
then you're fine. Right. iPhones have flashlights. You know, I've actually used one before. <laughs> <laughs> I use mine all the time. I love it. Mm-hmm. Same. Yep. So. If you hadn't told me and warned me about that episode, I would... <laughs> Well, I'm glad because I wouldn't have. I didn't even think about it. I serious, I hadn't seen this episode in a long time, and I kind of forgot that it had scary part. I remember, definitely remembered like the Buffy Holden stuff. I just, mm-hmm. and I remember the Cassie Willow stuff, and I remember Don had some trouble and Joy shows up, but I really didn't remember it was super scary. And so I was just like, yeah, okay, it was a good episode, <laughs> really good one. <laughs> I, it didn't even occur to me that it'd be, like, scary to warn you guys about. So I'm glad Sue watched it. Sorry, you had to go through that. But I'm glad we at least got to warn B about it. <laughs> you can handle scary movies. <laughs> Emily attacks. I'm like, why didn't you warn me? <laughs> All caps. <laughs> oh, and then Emily was still kind of casual about it. What? Because she hadn't watched it again. <laughs> I was like... I don't know. I'm like, it was scary. I'm like, did you warn me? No, should I? I'm like, yes. Oh, man. Thank you. (laughs) I don't do scary. I was like, if it, like, legitimately scary. Yeah, if it scared someone like B, it's gonna. (laughs) He would be in the mental hospital. And for the record, I was fine going down to the basement. That's just how scary movies, scary stuff, it doesn't really stick with me. It's scary while I'm watching it, and then when it's over, I'm like, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Oh, man. It sticks with me forever. Some weird little things are like earworms for me that stick with so, me forever. Most once stuff in a while, doesn't. an image or something will stick with me. Yeah. And I would say that blip of Joyce on the couch for the first time. Man, that... (laughs) I about lost it. (laughs) That was really scary. Oh, and I was watching it like... It was like 10 or 11 at night, and you know, I had my Halloween decorations up and my apothecary, and I've got like all these LED candles in the apothecary, and that's what I was using as light. (laughs) So they're all So I had like... Creepy lighting. (laughs) I'm so glad Cam's in the other room and not like out of town working. (laughs) Man, tonight Dale was out playing with his band and Rob ran to Smith's because he works in the morning and he likes to get snacks Mm -hmm. like nuts and things to sustain him through a shift. Mm -hmm. And so the kids are sleeping, and I'm on our bed, and Lo- I see Lola, like, quickly start, like, racing to the front room and, like, legitimately barking, and then growling, and then barking and growling, and I'm like, ooh. Because she, you know, UPS guy comes, she does one bark. Mm-hmm. Right. And she, but she, <laughs> Rob and I call it her obligatory bark, because she... No, we don't say blark. (laughs) (laughs) Or obligatory bark, because she won't even, like, raise her head. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) She knows. She used to do that. (laughs) She knows it's UPS, but she feels just like, 
Gotta bark. Gotta do my bark. It's always Tosh. only one. Tosh would do it in his sleep. He would be sound asleep <laughs> on the couch. You'd just see his lips move and he'd be like, Meh. <laughs> That might be Lola in a couple of years. <laughs> and once in a while, she'll do a few. And once in a while, someone will walk by our house. She'll let like 20 people walk by and nothing. And then one person will walk by and she'll have a fit. Because it's a ghost. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if she senses something or what. But she did that tonight. And I was alone with just the girls. And I really legitimately, like, got really scared. I, like, stood by her front door. And I'm, like, making sure it's locked. But then I saw that I was, like, rustling, you know. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, are they going to, like, try and come in? Because it's like I just... Anyway, I ended up calling Charity, and I'm like, Charity, will you look out to your board and see if there's anyone in our yard? I'm like, I... If she knows this, she's lived next door to me for years. I'm like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a baby. I don't normally do this stuff, but Lola's acting really strange, and I'm just freaked out, and Rob and Dale are both gone. <laughs> she looked for me. She's like, "Do you want Joss to do like a prune around your house?" I'm like, "No, just knowing that there isn't anybody standing at my front door is fine. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Rob will be home in five minutes." Oh man, it was funny. But I'm glad I have a neighbor that I can ask to do that. <laughs> That's yeah, hilarious. <laughs> that scared me. It was very yeah. out of character. Yeah, it's. It is weird when your dog does something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, just... Yeah, Bunny will do it once in a while. Just suddenly run, you know, to the the door that goes from the kitchen into the garage. And it's like, did someone just open our garage? You yeah. Know? yeah. And you know, if Rob was home or something, I probably would have been a lot braver. But you just get this, like, feeling. <laughs> yeah. Come over you when you're alone. It's like, eh. Yeah. Anyway, and sometimes she'll do it and I'll look and someone's like walking a dog and they're like on our lawn or something. And it's a dog she doesn't care for. (laughs) But this time I didn't see anything. But Charity did say that there were people across the street, like outside of their car, like visiting the neighbors. And so it must have been them. She just might have been them. Had a weird thing about them, even though they were across the street. You never know. Nope. But I, I really felt instantly better when she said no one was on our lawn or at our front porch. I just pictured someone standing <laughs> on the other side of the door. I'm like, ah! <laughs> I didn't want to, like, look out the window. Oh, no. Don't look out the window nope, at night. Nope, nope. <laughs> never, never, never. Especially when there's, like... In your mind, there's like a slight chance someone's there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, if you suspect someone's there, that is when you do not look out the window. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well. Uh, well. Guess we should. Thanks, B. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it was fun having you on. Yeah. As always. And if you want to send us feedback, you can send it to. Sue watches Buffy at gmail.com. Or join us on Facebook. Good times. Yeah. We do not have a lot of people on Sue watches Buffy. No. 
everyone seems to go. It's like the party's over. At yes, mother. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Party at yes, mother. <laughs> so yeah, get your feedback in. We're winding down, Buffy. Yeah. So if you've got things to say, now's the time. I'm even acknowledging that there's not that many episodes left. Just that other two just got me. Now I'm like, <laughs> now we're over the edge. <laughs> now you can agree. Yep. <laughs> so, right on. Well, it was fun. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. See you guys. Yeah. Night. Night. Night falls. I fall. And where were you? And where were you? Warm skin, wolf grin. And where were you? I fell into the moon, and it covered you in blue. Jasper singing the summer place oh, theme. Thank you, because I was totally the opening music was going to be the summer. Yeah, the theme to the summer place. Yes. This is the theme. <laughs> so I was going to go get mm. a summer place, but that's way better. 
Yeah. Especially since I just talked about it. Did I add? Did I keep it in? Yes. Okay, I didn't take it out. Uh-uh. <laughs> so, yeah, as soon as I heard it, I just started laughing. I was like, Emily, you can do the Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> totally the top. <laughs> okay. I'm like, can she still lay like she does? Because <laughs> if she, she can't lay like a frog, she's not going to sleep. <laughs> Hello? Hey, Bee's here now. Hey, Bee. Hello. And there's Matt, right? Hey, what's up, peeps? Hey, hey Matt. Matt. Are you going to join us? No. <laughs> <laughs> or that, that'd be a big hell no. <laughs> Matt sounds Tell what tired. you thought of... Um, conversations with dead people I don't remember a thing about it actually you were really? snuggled up to me on the couch I think I fell asleep though you don't remember anything Mm-mm. Scary wait part? wait it was scary <laughs> wait there was give me some refresher there was a scary dead lady on the couch oh and yeah something standing over her I think I was on the phone or something you didn't even know it <laughs> I was like behind you. <laughs> anyway, I gotta go to work. Say, guys. Work? Yeah, I do. I have to. Well, I have to. It's boring. I'll spare you the details. All but right. I have to work. Well, you missed uh, you missed Kim Dale in the episode before. Yeah. Oh, I do want to see that. Totally. I told him about that. <laughs> yeah, I do Kim remember and that. Kim Kelly. Yeah, breeders. Breeders. Yeah. All right. Have fun later. See ya. <laughs> you can take my car. Sweet. That's my car. I paid for it. <laughs> it's like that, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys have snow? Nope. No. We have snow. That sounds cold. Yeah. Utah, somewhere in Utah, got snow. Some mountainous areas. <laughs> no valleys though that I'm aware of <laughs> Lucy's like water water oh cute oh <laughs> hey guess what hmm. so today I am 26 weeks 5 days pregnant and that is the point at which I got life lighted with Toulouse <gasps> wow. Oh, wow so I'm really happy to be sitting on my couch tonight. <laughs> I Yay. bet. Yeah. Wow. Well, congratulations. <laughs> yes. You. So any day beyond today that you don't go into labor is like a big leap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, if you go into labor, they can just life light you out here, and Emily and I will meet you at the hospital, and we'll finish up. <laughs> <laughs> we like recording live from B's hospital room. <laughs> I'll just have to make sure to pack our little recorder in my life flight bag or something like that. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you have an emergency life flight bag? <laughs> I have a list and I'm going to put one together pretty soon. Not a bad idea. You never know. Yep. I mean, I know when I went into labor. Like two weeks ago, I was like, "What do I grab? I haven't even thought of it yet." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like 
running around. I think I brought a paperback book and a journal <laughs> and a toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> a book. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> Matt is being so loud. I had to mute this for like three minutes. <laughs> I thought he went to work. He's back and he's being loud. Have you guys heard that biz guy that was in the 80s? It was like he sang that one hit. He sang like really awful, like the chorus, like he couldn't sing. You know what I'm talking about? Big guy? Sing it for them. Oh, baby, you! (laughs) What's what's the other part? You got what I need. Got what I need! Yeah, okay, I remember that. Well, look up his uh, Marshmallows Only on YouTube. It's the best video. I've watched it so many times. Okay. <laughs> it's a Lucky Charms, Marshmallows Only. He's back. And he, he's, he's great. He's back. Is he trying for one of the boxes? He's. It's like a commercial, like a promo for that contest. Oh, okay. The Marshmallows Only boxes. Yeah, if you do something, you get like a. They're only giving away ten boxes of marshmallows. They're only marshmallows. Doesn't sound very good. It I'm, sounds I'm, terrible. I'm, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like the worst. <laughs> but he says marshmallows only, and it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to your dumb show. Go away. (laughs) Hey, so I'm adding this little clip. I just wanted to say if you think you've heard us laugh before, (laughs) not that bad. (laughs) I don't know. I can just picture him putting his legs through the arms. <laughs> Didn't he do that with like a Zuko? <laughs> oh, that is ringing a distant bell. <laughs> On purpose or to be funny? No, it, I think it was at one of the niece's weddings or something. He brought two suit jackets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he tried to put it on. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I pretended I was. I was him. <laughs> I just remember being at your house and pretending I was walking like that. <laughs> oh, and we were laughing so hard, and he was like, hey, now. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
mom didn't help him pack. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh. Ouch. My stomach hurts already. Mine too. <laughs> 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 